0: Welcome to the She is a Nourish Mom podcast, where we talk about all things self-care, motherhood, and faith for the Christian mom who wants to transition from worn out to winning, as the mom and woman God called her to be. I'm your host, Dr. LaToya Wiggins, but please just call me LaToya. I just want to be your mommy friend and sister in Christ, as I teach you how to no longer feel depleted, but how to develop healthy habits to be nourished, renewed, and rejuvenated with biblical principles that bring peace into of self-pity. Now let's get Nourished Together. Hey mamas, welcome back to part two of the conversation on thriving in single motherhood. This part of the conversation is going to focus on the challenges of dating and navigating life after divorce. Stay tuned and enjoy.
1: Um, I'll go ahead and answer your other question if you'd like. Yes, she, me, her is taking applications. I am just like the corporations. I want an application and an interview. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Yes, I I want all of that. Yep, mm-hmm. I need to know your background, what you're doing in church. I need you to have your own relationship with God before you come over here and you work that out. And then you can come see me. But yeah, I... The companies do it. You gotta go on an interview. You gotta present yourself, show them why you <laughs> go through a background check, all of that. <laughs> so why not me?
0: I don't crack it up, but you are absolutely correct. <laughs> Cause enough uh, uh, not enough ladies are out here doing that. <laughs> and um, I was gonna ask, oh, has have there been any challenges um you know for you dating other than just waiting for the right applicant to show up <laughs> oh, lord,
1: lord yes where they at well somebody show show me how to meet them please i mean i i and i say this in a joking manner but i have some extended family and i was like listen i want to be like you when i grew up because you you know how to go find a man like that like i don't know what you doing where you going but i need to figure out what you do but yeah, so that's part of the biggest challenge is is how to meet people. I don't have small children. Um, my children are young adults. But even at this stage of life, it's like, they, uh, I, uh, how, how do I meet somebody?
0: Look, just keep asking God to show you where they at <laughs> They show or ask, um, look, ask for your future husband to find you. <laughs> I look, I'm here. I'm in the supermarket. I'm at the red, red, the red light. Where he at? <laughs> Anybody else? I oh, y'all done got caught. Now I,
2: don't know, I didn't know Stacey. I was trying. I didn't know Stacey wanted to say anything. But I, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll expound. Uh, you, you. I know I was giving myself away with the whole currently because remember I said death and life are in the power of the tongue. So I say currently single because I don't want to keep putting single <laughs> in the atmosphere. I um, am currently single. I am open to uh, you know a relationship with a godly man. Um, challenges that I have encountered uh, with dating is you know one having the time to date. Um, I'm fun- and I didn't like Stacey, I didn't even say how many kids I had. With, or anything. I'm like, forget them kids. Well, <laughs> now I have two children: a ten-year-old girl and a five-year-old boy. I like to say that I have a full set. I got my boy and my girl, so I'm a girl mom and a boy mom. And you got to be two different people <laughs> for that. So you know that's that's a challenge. But, um, as far as dating goes, it's, you know, one finding the time and then, uh, when you finally do, uh, you know, find somebody that you are, you know, wanting to go out with and it's finding the, the resources to, you know, you know, take care you know, make sure that the kids are taken care of and uh, things like that. So there's a, a lot of different factors that go into it and then, you know, making sure that that person is, um. You know who they say they are because I've encountered men in church who you know Jesus, 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 and then when y'all get out to dinner, they talking something totally different, and it's like, bruh, what really you know? So I'm like, I'm I'm yes, I'm currently single, but I am content to wait because I just don't have time. For any kind of foolishness or, you know, anything like that. I have to, you know, I have to consider my children as well in my dating life. Because if I'm dating, I'm vetting you for a, as a husband. Like, I'm not just out here just for fun and a free meal. I, are you husband material? Can you lead my household? Can I follow you? Can my children follow you? Can you cover my children? So these are all the challenges that I you know, have faced, but the the biggest challenges is just getting somebody to watch the kids so I can go. <laughs> Get the kids. So yeah, that's me.
0: All right. And Stacy, you have a question. Martha said, Do you have divorce guilt? And does that affect your thoughts about dating?
3: That's a good question. I will say initially when it first happened, I did because I went back and forth, like Ebony said, no one intends to, or I, I know for me personally, I didn't ha- I didn't envision my life to be single at this point. I did all the things that I thought was right, right? I went to school, I graduated school, got my master's, got married. Then I had all my girls. Um, well, we had all the girls and it didn't work out. And so I felt the guilt um, initially, but in terms of Dating and having that guilt about dating, I think at this point, I don't have it anymore because I am definitely on a road. Uh, I believe that I've come on the other side of everything that I've gone through. And of course, we're all a work in progress. And so I think for me, it's just I've dated a couple of people not very long, um, not very long, because I just I'm at a point where if you're disturbing my peace, if I feel into in my spirit, you're not for me, if I feel like God is telling me to go otherwise, I'm going to cut it. And so the people, and it was only two, honestly. So, I mean, I'm just an open book tonight, clearly. So, <laughs> but like I said, I haven't been, I mean, it's only been two years. We've been separated, one year divorce. And so for me, I don't like to go fast with anything because I'm a godly woman. And so I want to date with intention. And so for me right now, I'm just being okay with just finding out who I am and falling in love with Stacey. And I know when the time is right that God will send that man in my life that will be there for me and my girls. And so when that time comes, I will have no guilt, no shame or anything about moving forward because it will be God's way. So hopefully that answered the question.
0: Yes, having problems with the meat button like Ebony. (laughs) Yes, I love that. Um, And I was going to mention that if you... Oh, sure. Go ahead, uh, Catrice. Just hop in. <laughs> if y'all ever want to piggyback on um, something that somebody said, um, you can join in. I was just going to say that I know Stacy has been on like a self-love journey, you know, and it's not self-love in a selfish way. It's doing what you need to do. Like we're talking about self-care. You got to, you got to love yourself, <laughs> you know, if you want somebody, you know, if you don't know how to love yourself, how can you want somebody exactly. else to love you? You got to know how you want to be loved, you know, yeah. and Having that relationship with God is going to point you in the right direction to getting that godly man, getting that godly spouse. God. God. You know, Amen. he's gonna um, you know, you love yourself. And like you said, you know, um, like Ebony was talking about, look, like, you can be in the church and these church men, <laughs> you know, not always right. So you not you,
2: always but- talk about
1: it. Talk about right? it.
0: It's just everywhere, so that's why you need, like you said, that discernment, that godly wisdom to mm-hmm. point you in the right direction, to where to go, and where to go elsewhere. Send them mm-hmm. on their way, right?
1: Absolutely. God
2: bless <laughs> yeah. you. You being encouraged, brother. Yeah.
0: Yep. Exactly. You're <laughs> yep. You want to say something, Catrice?
1: Um. Yeah, I was just gonna add on to what Stacy was saying. Um. Generally. I think any lady who has been down the road of divorce, you're going to go through every single emotion there is. Take mm-hmm. the journey and let yourself feel that because that's a part of your healing. Mm-hmm. That's a part of, of of you getting to the next phase, whatever your phase is. But you need to feel that and understand it and, and kind of um, call it whatever it is that you're experiencing. Um, Yes, you do go through different levels of guilt and so forth. You go through why couldn't I? How could this happen? All of these different things come up. Um, It's it's totally normal. You're fine. (laughs) Go in prayer and, (laughs) and let God lead you. Take your time with it and let God lead you. Yeah. I mean,
3: if I can kind of chime in, it's really, it's the cycle of grief. That's just like, if you were to lose someone, it's really the death of your marriage and the what you envisioned your life to be. And so you're going to go through the stages of grief, denial, bargaining, you know, depression and all those things. And you have to feel the feels um, like Catrice is saying, because if you don't, you're going to, gonna really hinder your growth and your healing when you don't feel those feels like i said in the beginning there were times where i just sat and cried because i had to release all of that you know release what i thought my life was gonna look like and what i wanted it to look like and what it doesn't look like now it doesn't match the reality it doesn't match the vision and so i had to say god well you know what you come in and take care of it and i'm gonna do my part but at the same time And and I had to get therapy. You know what I mean? That's a big thing that people have to understand. Like you have to get therapy to help you through this these trials and tribulations through life. And so,
2: yeah. You know, can I uh, piggyback on just what both ladies were saying too? The the important thing, definitely therapy. You know, now my my story is different. I uh, actually I divorced, but I became a single mother after the divorce. So that's not my um, story, but therapy and um, taking a look at the choices that you've made that, you know, brought you to where you are and being able to face those things and and partner with God to heal, grieve, Um, because there's a grieving process, you know, even in, you know, looking at, what you like, like Stacy said, what you thought was going to be versus what it actually is. There's a grief process there too, but um, I wanted talking about the self love and loving others. You have to definitely take the time to heal. I took time after my, um, my I had a very uh, bitter breakup with my uh, son's father, and it just it almost destroyed me. Like it really really brought me to just a very dark place. And I took the time to heal, to mourn the loss of that relationship, to mourn the loss of what I thought my life was going to be like, what it was going to look like. And um, once I allowed myself to go through that process, I I realized that I was in a I'm in a place now where not only can I love myself and uh, love others, I can help. I can receive love in a healthy way and I can perceive healthy love. What I had before was (laughs) toxic at best and it almost destroyed me. But the beautiful thing about what I went through is that all things work together for the good of those who love him and who are called according to his purpose. And even in my darkest times, even living in sin, I was still called according to his purpose. And he made those things work for my good. And here I am you know, on this platform now being able to encourage other people. But the thing is, you have to do the healing. You cannot. I despise that saying, the best way to get over somebody is to get up under somebody else. And even, even when I wasn't, you know, living, you know, holy, I despised that saying because that's not true. Like, heal from what you went through in that last relationship so you're not taking your baggage from that last relationship into your next and you just steadily, you know, add bodies and <laughs> to your body count in more ways than one. And then you got to go through this long, lengthy deliverance and healing process. And it it, it wasn't, you didn't have to go through any of that. So, you know, take the time to heal. If you're a single mom and you desire to date Sis, please take the time to heal. Get comfortable with being by yourself and understanding that that doesn't necessarily mean that you're alone. Heal so that you can give healthy love and receive healthy love and perceive healthy love too. And discern because some of them be, you know, they be saying they one thing and they ain't. But
0: I, again, I digress. <laughs> no, I, I really love that. You know, you... The important piece that I felt like if anybody didn't <laughs> remember anything else you said, you put yourself in a position to know what healthy love looks like, you know, and like you said, it can be hard being alone. I remember I'm like, I'm approaching my 30s and I did turn 30. I'm like, I don't think I'm ever getting mad. My- <laughs> It's funny, like when you're at that stage, it's like 30 sounds so old, and it's like, oh my gosh, like I guess I'm never going to get married. I'm never going to have another child because I'm not having another child out of you know, a wetlock. I just, and then just when I turned 30, I dated my husband and married him a year later, you know. So, like, it's possible I was, you know, I had to be alone to know, you know, how to love myself. Like you said, a lot of times you, you just want to be loved, and then sometimes you put yourself in positions where you want to be loved so bad that somebody could be treating you so terrible, you know, terrible, terribly. But it's like, but they love me. Or you. sometimes you know they don't love you, but you just don't know how to be alone. So, yes, single mamas out there, it is okay to be alone. That's the time, if anything, they can discover exactly who you are supposed to be. You know, sit at his feet. That's one thing about you being a Christian mom. Sit at his feet and get clarity. That's honestly the only person, I mean, he's not a person, but, you know, being that you need. He's going to be right there with you. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. All these ladies over here, they're going to tell you it's not easy, but it gets better. And then, like you said, you know what healthy love looks like, you know, so you don't put up with no mess when it's coming your way. Like, mm-mm, homeboy talking sideways, mm-mm, time to go. <laughs> like, I don't want to date that bad. Or <laughs> like Ebony said, like, I don't want the meal that bad.
2: <laughs> i like, I can do it. I can do bad all by myself, baby. Mm-mm.
0: Right. I know it's uh, funny, it's this uh, neat nice song out, um, you know, it's not a Christian song, but Molly Cyrus has this song out and she's talking about, I can buy myself flowers, I can write my name in the sand. It's like, yeah, you know, I'm not even single, but it's just, it's empowering. <laughs> I can, I can buy myself flowers. I can write my own name in a sand. You know, like, this really shows that self-love. Like, yeah, sometimes you gotta check yourself. Remember that. Like, like I said, cry if you need to, dust yourself off. <laughs> oh, yeah, look, cry, get in that word, and then dust yourself off and get up.
1: <laughs> and uh, please know that taking yourself out can be a form of self-care and just being mm-hmm. by yourself, enjoying you. You I might will. find you like her. I like her. Like her i date me
2: all the time all the time yes nothing wrong with it take myself out to eat take myself to the movies again when i can Mm -hmm. you know and and love it like here i don't know how it is for you all but like here where i am all of our theaters now are uh set up like where you can recline and you know they bring you food and different things like that i don't need nobody to do that by myself and i'm not taking my kids that is so true though because
0: sometimes you know, like when you would finally have a time to yourself and they're like, dang, everybody busy. You know, like not even on the date part. Like, that. all my friends, everybody busy. And it's like, so go take yourself out. <laughs> it might feel a little weird the first time, but oh wow. <laughs> and you get used to it. And like you said, you enjoy it. You know, enjoy yourself. Hey mama, I hope you enjoyed part two of our conversation. Stay tuned for next week for the third part of our conversation. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to the She is a Nourished Mom podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and share with a mommy friend who needs to hear this message. Connect with me on social media at She is a Nourished Mom. And let me know your ahas and takeaways from this week's episode. Until next time, keep nourishing yourself, mama.